Hey y'all, this is Sam. And this is Steven. And this is Crimology. This is episode 21. Um, we hit 2,000 plays in the middle, you know, from last episode to now. So just wanted to shout out all of you guys for continuously coming back and giving us that 2,000 plays. It's super cool to be able on our side to watch those numbers grow every day. And it's wild how those numbers change day by day they grow significantly and so it's making us I mean we talked before we started recording about ideas we have and new production ideas and things like that and so it's making I mean it's nice that we're still having fun with it and that we're still getting the validation with the numbers and still having people my mom just went to church camp and one of uh, her staff said, I listen to your daughter's podcast. So it's still cool that people are like still listening and still coming back. And obviously that's shown because we have 2000 plays. So just thank you guys um, for continuously coming back and listening to us. If you want to give us any feedback, we're on social medias at Crimology Pod. We've got our email at CrimologyPod at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. Give us five stars on Apple. Leave us a review. Tell us how we're doing. If you don't like our content that we're putting out, give us suggestions. Let us know what you do enjoy. Um, give us case ideas and we'll put it in the queue and get that started. Um, we're, I mean, obviously we're doing this for us too because we're still having fun doing it. But we want to put stuff out that you guys enjoy listening to. So let us know kind of what avenue of crime you like to listen to. If there's specific cases you like to listen to, um, just let us know. But with that all being said, we're just going to jump right into episode 21. So this week, we're going to be talking about Carlina White. This is a normally I can tell you like where I found or where I came across a, a crime. In this case, I'm not really sure where I came across it. There is a Lifetime movie about this case, but I've never seen it myself. Um, so I'm not quite sure where I came across this case. But anyways, we're talking about Carlina White, who she goes by Nettie. And she actually solved her own kidnapping case. So at Harlem Hospital in New York City on August 4th, 1987, Joy and Carl, who are Nettie's biological parents, take her to the hospital because she has a really high fever. So at this point, she's like 19 days old. A woman dressed as a nurse comes in and comforted the parents and but it turns out this lady's not employed by the hospital. Of course not. Right. That's how these stories start. So she's coming in and she's like, everything's going to be fine. Um, Like she comes after the real nurse and after a real nurse takes vitals and stuff and is just kind of there as like a comfort nurse for the parents. So Nettie goes missing around 2 a.m. At the same time, that shift change happens for the nurses. A, a security guard said he saw this woman leave the hospital, but like obviously wasn't carrying a baby in her arms. And he said that he wasn't sure that there was even like she carried a bag out, but he said like he didn't hear anything coming from the bag. Um, he didn't even know if it was big enough to carry a baby in. So didn't stop this woman for any reason. Um, 
And this also just happened to be around the same time that the hospital security cameras were also out of order. So they didn't have anything to go off of except for the parents' description of the woman. So Carlina was raised as Nadrata Nancy, but she had people call her Nettie. She was raised by a lady named Anne Petaway. And Nettie grew up in Bridgeport, Connecticut, 45 miles from where her parents lived. After she graduated high school, both Nettie and Anne moved to Atlanta, Georgia. And this is where Nettie starts to grow a little suspicious of Anne because Anne can't provide Nettie's birth certificate when she asked for it. In 2005, Nettie became pregnant, so she asked Anne again for her birth certificate, so that way she could get some health insurance. Anne went and had a forged birth certificate created, and so when Nettie takes it to kind of finalize everything with the health insurance, they tell her at the health insurance um, office that the document was forged. So this same evening, Nettie confronts Anne and kind of asks her, you know, what's going on? And Anne tells her that she is not her birth mother. She admits, I'm not your birth mother. But she says her birth parents were drug addicts who didn't want her. Now, Nettie doesn't really, she doesn't really know if she believes Anne. The fact that she forged this birth certificate instead of just coming clean. So, Nettie spends the next couple of years of her life kind of searching for answers behind Anne's back and just kind of always speculating if Anne's telling the truth or if she's lying. She doesn't really know what to believe. So finally, she comes across a, across a post on the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. The post was about her, and she, when she looked at the baby picture provided, she noticed how similar it looked to her baby girl she had at the time. So mm-hmm. she's kind of comparing hmm. these photos right. and she's seeing a lot of similarities in nose structure, eyes, and kind of just face structure in general. Um, so she calls the hotline and just kind of says, I think I might be this person. And then she gets in contact with her birth parents. In January 2011, a DNA test confirmed that she was indeed Carlina White. After this was confirmed, FBI started the search for Anne. The statute of limitations for the state kidnapping law in New York had expired, but there is no statute of limitations for the federal law on kidnapping. So this is why Hmm. the search for Anne started. So an arrest warrant was issued for Anne, but she turned herself in two days later on January 23rd, 2011. She told officials she kidnapped Nettie after enduring several miscarriages and that she had this hole in her heart and felt like she just needed to go and take a baby for herself. July 30th, 2012, Anne was sentenced to 12 years in prison at the age of 50. She only got 12 years because a plea bargain was done and prosecutors agreed um, to recommend that length of time to the judge. So this was worked out on both sides. Now, Carlina had legally changed all of her information to Carlina White from 
what she was previously, but she still goes by Nettie. She said it's not the name that Anne gave her, and it's not the name her biological parents gave her, but really kind of a name that she gave herself. And so obviously I can only imagine kind of, you know, you're having people call you Carlina and you're having people call you the name Anne gives you and then Nettie. And so she says, this is the name that kind of I picked for myself. This is what I'm going to call myself, even though legally she did change all of her information to Carlina White. There was a big falling out between Nettie and her biological parents because of just how stressful the whole situation is with social media um, and with paparazzi everywhere. And these were big life changes they were making, but also because Nettie couldn't sue New York for what happened because her parents already did that years ago in her name. And they admitted that they had used most of the money they got. But as of 2014, their relationship is still continuing and they're still talking. So they kind of reconnect and then this kind of big, I mean, I understand, you know, Nettie gets this. She's back with her parents and so she's like, let's sue. And then the parents are like, actually, you can't because we've already done it and all of that money is gone and so she's like okay great thanks man what a you solve your own kidnapping and then you don't even get the i thought said prize money the like the reward money or prize money (laughs) yeah but man that's kind of a kind of sucky thing to happen yeah yeah but you do all this work to you, get back. You do all this work to find out that you're really not who. And they're like, surprise, <laughs> surprise, sorry. you don't get that money anymore. Right. Well, I mean, this is another one that it's just, you know, it's short, sweet to the point. It's really, it's, man, we're going to have to drag this one out for a while. Um, I'm sure knowing what I'm sure no one likes hearing that from us. We're gonna have to drag <laughs> They're this like, out. no oh, crap. <laughs> it's not time to fast forward. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's you know, it's I, I mean, it's an interesting one because it's you know, they're you know, it happened in 1987, and then you know, she's figures out in oh, I'm guessing probably 2000, sometime in 2010. Yeah, and sure enough and so um Anne's apparently there for another two more years so here we go nope three wow math is hard for me today. i was just gonna go along with it thanks <laughs> but no i mean it's you know it's a it's a this is one of the few that we get that actually have the ending that you want kind of in a way right i mean it's not the complete ending that you would want because We've you know, obviously mix those in with all the all the negative and bad yeah so you gotta can't win them all but hey you we you won can this one you can win some but yeah that's episode 21 so like we've said before very sweet to the point and all the details are there and that's it so that's episode 21 so we're gonna take a little break we're gonna talk about our sponsor for this episode and then we're going to come back with our Florida Man Minute. All right. Now we are going to do our Florida Man Minute. This is a segment where we Google a random date along with the words Florida Man. And I just sit back and giggle. Okay, Sam. So I'm just going to... Hmm, let's see. I got, Obviously, I have a question for you. But I got to see how I want to phrase this. Um, okay. So if you... 
could have any other job in the world, what would you want that to be? Mm. You're really make you think on this one. Something where I could travel. So I would say like my first mind goes to like a pilot or a flight attendant, but really they're not in the places for so long. So put me down for something that I'm able to travel and like at least spend a couple of days in the place that I'm traveling to. Okay. So maybe something like a maybe an FBI agent? Sure. Sure. Okay. Okay. So this comes to us May 13th of 2019 from uh, Naples. Uh, this is CBS Miami. Uh, headline goes as this. Florida man poses as FBI agent, dumps live catfish on homeowner's driveway. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to read this first line because it's so great. There was something fishy about a Florida man caught trying to impersonate an FBI agent and leaving a live catfish on a homeowner's lawn. Uh, according to the Collier County Sheriff's Office, uh, Christian Dudley, 42, was arrested May 10th after riding his bicycle onto the lawn, onto the front lawn of a Naples home and telling a home, telling a woman in the home he was an FBI agent. On a bike. <laughs> on on a bicycle. Uh, he was wearing a hat with FBI printed on it, and his bicycle had flashing red and blue lights, according wow. to the police report. Um, deputies uh, said Dudley uh, told the woman she needed to show proof of ID that she was in the United States legally. Oh. Uh, she, she told Dudley she was a U.S. citizen, and he needed to leave her property or she would call the police. And of course, you know, whenever someone threatens to call the police... They always say, I am the police. And that's what Dudley did. He said he was the police. The woman's husband then came outside and told Dudley to leave. But Dudley continued to tell tell them he was an FBI agent and they were guilty of housing illegal aliens in their home. Wow. Number one. Big accusation. Huge accusation. Number two, he is committed to the bit. Uh, honestly. <laughs> I mean, if I was doing this and... Like, I'm just get like, if her husband came out and he was, like, a, you know, right. buffed up dude, I'm like, okay, thank you, we'll see you later, <laughs> and just, just pedal away. But, By the I way, mean, here's a fish. <laughs> and here's a, here's a catfish. But, man, this guy, he, he's committed to the bit. So, uh, the husband eventually called police, and this is where Dudley began to ride off on his bicycle, but not before dumping several live catfish on the driveway. Wow. Number one, I, I, I yeah, my, my, I'm kind of rattled here at this one. Where did he have those catfish at? Did he have like the little like, like a basket, the little basket on the front of his bicycle? That's what I want to know. Um, officers spotted him, uh, Dudley traveling on his on his bike, uh, and they described him as quote heavily intoxicated. Obviously. Of course, yep, as as always. Uh, Dudley told the officer he wore the FBI hat because he, quote, uh, quote, he didn't want to get beat up. Okay, I mean, okay. I'm not sure I get that, but okay. Um, so Dudley was obviously taken into custody and charged with impersonating a law enforcement officer. And of course, okay, well, maybe this explains it now where the catfish is. Um, having an open container of alcohol in his backpack. Okay. So there, so there was a backpack. I didn't, catfish I, in the backpack. I, I didn't read that far ahead. Um, 
<laughs> and at the time, he remained in custody on a uh, just over $5,000 bond. So, yeah, lots of several layers to that one, number one. Interesting. And, you know, being committed to that bit. I just want to know what, like, he's like, I get the last word because I'm throwing catfish in your yard. I just... Uh-huh. You got catfished. <laughs> it's a new meaning to catfish. That's just... Man. There's always something about, like, something small, like, and he left a catfish there. And, and you're like, what? He threw catfish on their driveway. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's... Man, Florida, man... I, there was a couple different ones I had. And there was one I read, and I was, I was like, oh, yes, this is the perfect one. It was... Um, but a guy killed his imaginary friend and turned himself into the police. Oh. <laughs> but I did a little bit more reading, and then I found a Snopes article that said, "Yeah, that's not real." I was like, oh, oh. "Dang!" I was like, "I mean, it make you know, right?" That's a great Florida man story. True. It would have it would have been a good one, but you know, I I tend to stick with the ones that have uh have have real <laughs> reported by real people. So, but yeah, that's. That's my Florida man for the week. Watch out for catfish in your yard, I Watch guess. Watch out for catfish and fake FBI agents. <laughs> How funny. All right. And that is episode 21. Um, so like we say every episode, just thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for your support. We are on all social media platforms at Crimeology Pod. Like I've said, we, you, we have an email at crimeologypod at gmail.com. Um, let us know kind of different cases you want to hear. Um, obviously, I have the kind of cases that I enjoy, and Stephen has cases that he is he enjoys. And we try to do like not where it's the same kind of case back to back to back. We kind of like to mix things up. Um, but if maybe there's an avenue of crime that we haven't talked about that you really enjoy, let us know. Or even if there's a specific case that you enjoy that we haven't talked about, let us know. Um, because obviously you're the one that's listening to this and we record this and we don't ever listen to these episodes over again. Um, so let us know what you guys like to listen to. Um, but yeah, this is episode 21. So like always, my name is Sam. This is Steven. And this is Crimeology. Crimeology.